Okay, we're good. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Average Intelligence Podcast. As you can tell, we have another solo special, and we have Biden's economy to thank for that. Probably going to be a relatively short one tonight. Obligatory audio check. And I apologize in advance for my lack of preparation on this one. Uh, we had planned on kind of doing a more relaxed podcast tonight, but like I said, thanks to Biden's economy, we had to scrap some plans. But fear not, I have done some research, taken some notes, and we will deliver another episode of hopefully thought-provoking, hopefully mildly entertaining content for you today. So we are talking Biden impeachment today, specifically, um, like I said, making some predictions as to what will happen with that. Uh, But first and foremost, it was announced, I believe yesterday, but it's been making the rounds on various news sites and otherwise, House Speaker Kevin McCarthy is launching an impeachment inquiry for President Joe Biden. Now, a lot of people, and nobody I know, but there are people who are mistakenly saying that Joe Biden is getting impeached. Now, in all likelihood, yes, Joe Biden's going to be impeached because it doesn't make any sense why they would launch an impeachment inquiry if they were not planning on following through. And since impeachment is a, especially post-Donald Trump, since impeachment is a purely political matter, uh, I, I, I think it's somewhat irrelevant as to how much evidence they actually have or find. Um in terms of the impeachment happening itself. Now, whether or not Joe Biden is, you know, found guilty and thus removed from office, that will be heavily dependent on evidence, but more dependent upon politics. The evidence will have to be extremely damning to get the Senate to vote to remove Joe Biden from office. And even if they have mountains of damning evidence, it's still going to be mostly political. They will have to have such good evidence that it convinces enough Democrats in a Democrat majority Senate to vote to remove Joe Biden from office. So you may ask yourself, why are they going to all the trouble then? Well, I have some thoughts on that. I think the first and foremost reason is, you know, politics, again, post-2016, politics have have become more and more about tit for tat, Uh, you know, things like owning the libs or those dumb conservatives, da-da-da-da-da pick your poison. Uh, So I think the vast majority of this is simply the Republicans saying, we're going to do it to you too. You know, what's good for the goose is good for the gander. You've uncorked the bottle, choose your metaphor. Now, as someone who does not consider himself a liberal or a conservative, I'm, I wouldn't even go so far as to call myself a moderate. This channel is not conservative, although with a Democrat in the White House and a Democrat majority Congress, it does definitely seem that we lean right. And we probably do lean a little right, if we're being honest, than left. Uh, It just depends on the issue. But as someone who generally likes governmental gridlock, I've said on record on this podcast, my preference for Congress is a Republican-held, preferably Republican-held House of Representatives, because most tax legislation, most tax uh, legislature, is that tax legislation? Sorry, most tax legislation originates in the House. In fact, constitutionally, that's required, but they've found ways kind of around that. Um, and then I like the Senate to be 
mildly in Democrat hands just to provide a stopgap, and therefore they are constantly warring with each other. And then I like to alternate presidents between, ideally, I would want a third-party president. In fact, ideally, I'd want third-party everywhere. I would want much more party representation, but we live in the real world, so at least as far as today. So like I said, Republicans control the House, Democrats control the Senate, and we alternate between Republican and Democrat presidents every eight years. I would be less heartbroken if we had back-to-back Republican presidents, but as history has taught us, Republicans tend to not know when to stop the deregulation, and that can lead to problems because, uh, newsflash, greedy people like money and don't really care what they have to do to get it. The evil greedy people, because I'm greedy, but, you know, and as, as, as we've seen, you know, the uh, Republicans, like I said, don't really know when to stop the deregulation. And then Democrats often take it to the extreme in the opposite direction where they overregulate and thus slow down the economy to a point that, well, like we're seeing today, you know, Joe Biden recently closed all new oil leases uh, in that uh, in, in Alaska, and we're going to be seeing a market effect on our gas prices. Just you wait and see. It's going to hit you like crazy. Now, there are talks about Joe Biden uh kind of engaging talks with the Saudis again to try to soften that blow. And I mean, hey, if he can, that's great. But personally, for what it's worth, I would much rather the United States become energy independent, like we were largely under Donald Trump becoming the you know, largest exporter of natural gas in the world in a very short amount of time. With that being said, I would want that with you know environmental standards to be there, but for the most part, they are. Um, you know, some oversight, obviously, I don't want to poison the planet, I like the planet, but at the same time, you know, that area of Alaska was not really all that big in the scheme of the state. Uh, But that being said, we're getting off topic. So anyway, impeachment. I, first of all, let's, let's go in. So specifically, they're impeaching him based upon the alleged corruption involving Joe Biden, and his son Hunter Biden, and their relationship with the business dealings of Hunter Biden across various countries from various companies. The basic allegations, which, full disclosure, I I think they're corrupt as hell. To what extent will be dependent upon evidence. But uh, I've told the story before. I'll tell it again because I keep repeating it. I've been suspicious of the Bidens ever since 2014 when I read a random USA Today article on just random page six article talking about how this is shortly after uh, Russia had annexed the Crimea, which up until that point had been, and many people still consider it to be part of Ukraine, but the Russians seem to say differently. This is shortly after the annexation of, of, uh, of Crimea. There was a random article that was talking about Joe Biden's son Hunter joining the board of the largest natural gas company Uh, in Ukraine. Now, this was very interesting to me because one of Russia's alleged reasons for the uh, annexation of Crimea was that the uh, Ukrainian government owed vast sums of money for Russian natural gas for which they could not pay. And then there was also Russian allegations of you know, the people of Crimea wanting to join Russia and there was a referendum whether or not it was legitimate I don't know. I wasn't there. I don't speak Russian or Ukrainian. I couldn't begin to tell you. But those were the reasons given in air quotes. 
And I thought it was very strange that immediately after Russia annexes part of Ukraine, the country that owed it vast amounts of money for natural gas payments, that the son of the current vice president at the time joins the board of the largest natural gas company in Ukraine after simultaneously the United States becoming the largest exporter of natural gas in the world. Now, if Hunter Biden had a background in energy, that would have made some sense. In fact, that would have been a pretty smart pick. You know, hey, you know, it's a guy who's got a background in energy. He's connected to the vice president. This could be pretty good. Um, Hunter Biden had no, had no such experience. In fact, one would wonder if Hunter Biden would be qualified to work at the company at all, much less be part of the board. So I thought that was very fishy. And I kind of... I wouldn't say I went digging, but I definitely would notice things after knowing that. And I would kind of say, eh, that's a little, that's a little weird. And then I remember when the whole kerfuffle about the prosecutor and Joe Biden, you know, Joe Biden being in charge of, no, well, not, yeah, I guess, spearheading the uh, foreign policy when it came to Ukraine, which is odd. You would think that's something that Secretary of State would kind of be spearheading. But, you know, stranger things have happened. I mean, Harry Truman was more involved than the Secretary of State when it came to the recognition of the State of Israel. So, I mean, again, it's not necessarily unprecedented, but given all the other facts that were going on at the time, it did seem a little suspect, at least to me, and obviously to many other people. Um, and then there also, the impeachment is dealing with the alleged attempts of cover-up via or against the DOJ from launching investigations, and then I would pretty much guarantee that there's going to be talk about how social media, certain social media sites and voices, namely the New York Post article, were silenced for dissenting. Oh, I'm sorry. They say misinformation. They say disinformation, but they mean dissenting information. Let's be real. Because let's, 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 let's go to an alternate universe here. Let's go to an alternate universe where let's 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 just assume for the sake of this example. Let's assume that the Hunter Biden laptop story was in fact complete bullshit. Let's go even further. Let's assume that it was in fact Russian propaganda. And I'm not saying it was or wasn't. I'm just saying for this example, let's assume that it was. So let's assume that was true. Let's assume that the Russian government fabricated this story in an effort to try to, you know, take the election away from Joe Biden in favor of Donald Trump. Let's assume that's all true for a moment. If that were the case, why would the Biden campaign want to censor a story about it when we live in an age in which high-speed internet is a thing? And just because it wasn't allowed to be put on Twitter doesn't mean you can't access the article. And newsflash, there are other social media sites not all of which are friendly to the government or as friendly as Twitter was at the time. So instead of trying to censor it, because that doesn't make you look innocent at all, if they were all in fact innocent and this was in fact not true, why would they not simply just provide evidence to the contrary? One would think that would be simple if the story wasn't true. 
But then we, of course, found out that for the most part, and I say for the most part because I have not seen everything that's on that laptop. I've seen some of it. I've seen a lot of what everybody else on the internet has seen. In fact, there's a new website that launched fairly recently, and there's more news on that uh, here in a moment. Oh, and by the way, I forgot. This podcast is sponsored by the RTA Podcast Network. We'll touch on them a bit later. But there's a website now that has all the photographs. Well, I think they said about 98% of the photographs because some of it uh, is of a personal nature and a lot of them were redacted to not show pornographic material, genitals, and personal information like credit card numbers, social security numbers, that kind of thing. But that is online and there's going to be, we're going to touch on that here in a moment because I have a couple articles to share with you on this topic. But like I said, we would find out this was all true or not all true. We would find out that basically the laptop was in fact Hunter Biden's and it did have some stuff on it that at the very least made this not look very good for Hunter Biden. And at worst contained evidence of obvious corruption. And on the note of corruption, I want to, again, I haven't heard a Republican say this. I'm not saying no Republican hasn't. I'm not saying a Republican hasn't said this, but everybody keeps talking about, you know, there's no evidence to show that Joe Biden benefited from this. I'm not concerned about that. I'm concerned about the fact that the vice president at the time was using his station to help someone in his family. I don't necessarily care about the benefit to Joe Biden, although let's be real, I I care, but I mean from an evidentiary, from an evidence standpoint. But let's be real. I think Hunter Biden benefited from his relationship with his father more than his father benefited from his relationship with Hunter Biden. Now, do I think Joe Biden got some money? Directly or indirectly? Yes, 100%. I, I believe that that, in fact, happened. I think they just need to find a smoking gun. And I haven't had a chance to go into great detail about there were alleged um, email accounts in which Joe Biden used a pseudonym to conduct this sort of business dealings. Cannot speak to the authenticity of that. Like I said, I have not seen the evidence personally, so I will not say that it's true or false, but I will say that I 100% believe it to be authentic, but time will reveal the truth. So that is the sort of basis of their impeachment. Like I said, they're going to be impeaching him based on the corrupt business, the alleged corrupt business dealings between uh, Joe Biden and Hunter Biden. But honestly, I think there's more there. I don't, I think there's probably more than just the Hunter stuff, because if you listen to people like Ben Shapiro, they talk about how Biden has arguably been corrupt since the 1970s. Uh, so I think there's definitely some stuff there that you could at least look into. And then they're also going to be talking. And I think this is the most important part from a political standpoint is they're going to be sort of talking about the department of justice cover up when it came to Hunter and Joe Biden. And then the obvious censorship uh, issues. So that's the main sort of. And now before we get to the predictions, because I'm going to make you wait. The first article I'm going to share with you is from Reuters, who, for those who don't know, I've said it before. I'll say it again. Reuters is one of the news outlets that I really, really trust, because since they're an international sort of firm, they don't really have a sort of vested interests in being viewed favorably, favorably by the government. Uh, but anyway, and I'm going to skim this. I'm not going to, well, I'm going to try to not read the whole thing, but here we go. From Reuters, September 13th, the lawyers, oh, sorry, I might want to read you the headline. And this to me was just hilarious. Hunter Biden sues ex-Trump White House aide over laptop data. September 13th, the lawyers of U.S. 
President Joe Biden's son, Hunter Biden, filed a lawsuit on Wednesday against an aide of the White House of former President Donald Trump over the aide's alleged role in publication of embarrassing emails and images. The lawsuit accuses Garrett Ziegler, I believe that's how you pronounce his name, a former aide to the Trump trade advisor, oh, I'm sorry, a former aide to Trump trade advisor, Peter Navarro, of violating California's computer fraud and data access laws and demands a jury trial. The 14-page complaint was filed in California, a federal in a California federal court. So he's suing him under a California statute in federal court. Okay. Ziegler and other unnamed defendants are accused of obtaining, quote, tens of thousands of emails, thousands of photos, and dozens of videos and recordings belonging to the president's son and spreading them online. The suit accuses the former Trump aide of, quote, accessing, tampering with, manipulating, altering, copying, and damaging computer data that they do not own. End quote. A computer fraud sentence can carry prison time or a fine in California, but I thought it was federal court. Data that had been accessed and copied includes Hunter Biden's credit card details, financial and bank records, and, quote, information of the type contained in a file of a consumer reporting agency, the suit says. At least some of the data, quote, originally was stored on the plaintiff's iPhone and backed up to a plaintiff's iCloud storage and accessed by, quote, circumventing technical or code-based barriers that were specifically designed and intended to prevent such access. Really? An iCloud backup? Okay. I... Mm, Mm, really? You think they hacked it, or you think your iCloud backup was just on a shortcut on the computer? Okay. The lawsuit, which is reported first by ABC News, also seeks an injunction preventing Ziegler from continuing to access and tamper with Biden's data. Well, that's gone out the window because they published it online. In a statement cited by Politico, Ziegler said he had not officially been served with the lawsuit yet, but had read about it, quote, it's not worth the paper it's written on. He told Politico, adding that various state and federal laws and regulations would protect his actions. Yeah, that, quote, it's not lost on us that Joe's son filed this suit one day after an impeachment inquiry into his father was announced, Ziegler added. Oh, the SLAP, not the suit. S-L-A-P-P. SLAP stands for Strategic Lawsuit Against Public Participation. Republican U.S. House of Representatives Speaker Kevin McCarthy on Tuesday launched an impeachment inquiry into the president related to his son's business dealings. Republicans have accused... The Democrat president, the Democratic president, of profiting while he served as vice president from 2009 to 2017 from his son's foreign business ventures, an accusation the White House denies. Well, of course. And then uh, it's also worth noting, this touches on it briefly, but separately, U.S. prosecutors said in a court filing earlier this month they will seek an indictment of the president's son by September 29th in a tax and firearms case. Now, for those of you who don't know or have forgotten, uh, a little bit early, not that long ago, uh, there was an alleged sweetheart deal between Hunter Biden and basically the federal government that fell apart because part of the deal was that Hunter Biden would be uh, immune from further prosecution for any and all things relating to the cases to which he is involved which would include business dealings with his father. Now, the judge pointed out that it was beyond her constitutional ability to, you know, accept this sweetheart deal, so the thing fell through, and now it's been announced that there has been special, I forget the guy's name, 
special counsel status has been granted and they are going to, they've said, move forward with indictments involving Hunter Biden for tax, uh, the tax charges and the gun charge. So that will be very interesting. And then before we get into the predictions, I'm going to tell you about the sponsor of tonight's episode. Now, folks, folks, I said folks, geez, I'm sorry. Hold on, pause. Redo. I'm going to talk to the people. I'm sure if you're listening to this podcast, sometimes you at least have strong opinions about certain things. And sometimes you might feel the urge, nay, the duty, the calling to voice your opinion on these issues in a public sort of way in which you can engage in conversation with people all across the internet, all across the world. Now, for most people, that would be in the form of, say, like a podcast, like this one, or at least, you know, a YouTube channel, something related, something where you can engage with an audience. But you may not know how to do that. Well, that's where the Arate Podcast Network can help you. Uh, the Arte Podcast Network is essentially just a network of independent creators spearheaded by this podcast, and then we've gone to incorporate others. And pleased to announce the new inclusion of Toon Talk 2.0, a podcast that talks about mainly music and pop culture and how it relates to everything around us. It's a web, it's like a circle. It never ends. Everything's connected. With yours truly hosting, along with Virus Fox, the lead singer of the rock band Again, and owner of a very, very innovative and cool waterless car wash system, and just a very, very talented guy. And we have more announcements coming up, and we would like for one of those announcements to be your podcast. So if you've got something, a subject that you are just fanatical about, and you would love to host a podcast, let us know. We can help you every step of the way. If you, and I say join the network like it's a membership, it's not. You pay us nothing. If you get monetized, we take nothing. What we basically are doing is just helping these creators get, helping these creators create and, you know, helping them along the stumbling blocks that we had to do the hard way. So if you join the network, in quotes, we can help you set up everything from a YouTube channel to getting on Spotify and all the other podcast platforms, as well as setting you up with sponsors. We do have a couple of paid sponsors at the moment that advertise on the podcasts on the network and you get access to our private discord server where all the creators can easily help one another out and our hidden playlist of youtube tutorial videos that help guide you through every step of the way so like i said if you've got a great idea for our podcast reach out to us and we can help you make it happen and you can check all that out as well as all the podcasts are streamable on aratemedia.org link is in the description now Back to the fun stuff. The uh, next article I have for you is from Congressman Andy Biggs, his government website. Hunter Biden laptop claims five facts you need to know. And apparently Congressman Andy Biggs represents Arizona's 5th district. So give credit where credit is due. And this was actually published on October 22nd, 2020. So this is a bit older, but... So one, John Paul Mac Isaac, a Trump supporter, brought forward the laptop claims. 
I'm guessing Andy Biggs is a Democrat. Let's see here. Just going to check real quick. Do, 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 do. Jeez, just tell me whether he's a Republican or Democrat. Oh, he's a Republican. Okay. The issue burst in the public eye when the New York Post ran a story that alleged Hunter Biden, Joe's son, dropped off a damaged MacBook laptop at a Delaware computer store to be repaired and emails and photos were discovered on it, some involving his father. Pathway to the public went through President Donald Trump's key supporter, former New York Mayor Rudy Giuliani. The Post alleged that the computer store owner, John Paul Mac Isaac, made a copy of the hard drive and later gave it to former Mayor Rudy Giuliani's lawyer, Robert Costello. Some have raised questions about the Post story's credibility. The New York Times reported that the Post, quote, front page article about Hunter Biden was written mostly by a staff reporter who refused to put his name on it because he had concerns over the article's credibility. Unidentified Post employees who spoke to the Times said, quote, many staff members had concerns about the story's sources, the timing, and, quote, whether the paper had done enough to verify the authenticity of the hard drive's contents. Now, this makes sense for 2020, but now I, it's... I mean, Hunter Biden himself has acknowledged that it's his laptop. Fact number two, the laptop contains emails that people alleged show Joe Biden was involved with the Ukrainian energy firm executive. The post-central claim of wrongdoing against the elder Biden derives from alleged emails on the laptop. The alleged smoking gun email the post claims was on the computer in question shows Hunter Biden setting up a meeting between his father and a Ukrainian energy firm executive. Hunter Biden was paid by the firm. The story alleged, quote, Hunter Biden introduced his father, then Vice President Joe Biden, to a top executive at a Ukrainian energy firm less than a year before the elder Biden pressured government officials in Ukraine into firing a, pro into firing a prosecutor who was investigating the company, according to emails obtained by the Post. The prosecutor in question was Viktor Shokin, who was planning to investigate Burisma, and Biden put pressure on Ukraine to fire him or U.S. aid to the country would be withheld, the Post reported. The email allegedly states, quote, Dear Hunter, thank you for inviting me to D.C. and giving an opportunity to meet your father and spent some time. And yeah, giving me the opportunity with you to meet your father and spent some time together. I'm guessing it was a typo. It's realty. Yes, it was a typo. It's realty, an honor and pleasure. The email purportedly from Vadim Tozarsky. I hope I pronounced that right and found on the mysterious laptop in question, which has since been verified to actually be Hunter Biden's laptop, reads, The Post also alleged the laptop contained sexually explicit photos. An FBI spokesperson told The Post, quote, My office can neither confirm nor deny the existence of an investigation. Pozarski advised the Burisma board, which paid Hunter $50,000 a month. And then it further says... Uh, according to Fox News, President Trump is planning to bring Tony Bobulinski, a retired Navy lieutenant and, quote, former Hunter Biden associate, to the debate on October 22nd as his guest. Bobulinski was the CEO of Sinahawk Holdings, which, quote, was a partnership between the Chinese operating through CEFC Chairman Yi and the Biden family, end quote. The email alleged, quote, a business arrangement involving a Chinese company and members of the Biden family, including a note reading, quote, Hunter has some office expectations he will elaborate end quote fox news reported 
adding that there was a, quote, proposed equity split referencing 20 for H and 10 held by H for the big guy. The reference to the big guy in the much-publicized May 13, 2017 email is, in fact, a reference to Joe Biden, Bobulinski said in a statement with Fox News. So this just goes on, has some other... Uh, Yeah. So fact number three, an FBI agent's signature may appear on a subpoena that could relate to the laptop. I think this is old news here. Uh, one angle that has emerged about the purported Hunter Biden laptop, the name, on, uh, the name of an FBI agent, Joshua Wilson, may appear on a subpoena produced by the Delaware computer store owner. He says the subpoena related to a 2019 grand jury appearance about the laptop. However, Fox News is now reporting that the laptop was subpoenaed as part of a money laundering probe. And then fact number four, some have accused the computer repair shop owner of contradictions and other claim, and others claim Photoshop might have been used in the photos, yet others think it's a double standard. I'm not even going to dignify that. Like, op come on, really? And then fact five, some say the laptop might be Russian disinformation campaign, but the director of national intelligence disputes that claim. So this does seem like he's just trying to get some information out there. And like I said, being from 2020, some of that makes sense as to why uh, some of the facts are less clear. But like we have said, it has since come to pass, since come to pass, sorry, that it is confirmed that the laptop did, in fact, belong to Hunter Biden. The images of Hunter Biden are, in fact, Hunter Biden. And it's been all but authenticated. Now, I have read that... There were some reports of computer forensic specialists looking at it and saying that the data had been uh, rewritten or um, what's the word I'm looking for? Rewritten or altered. But then I read another article talking about two other computer forensic specialists, you know, looking at the information on the laptop and authenticating it. So basically, if you're a Republican, you think it's all authentic. And if you're a Democrat, you think that it's been, you know, doctored or whatever. I will, however, say this much. If the laptop, and again, we're going to go to an alternate universe. If the laptop of Donald Trump Jr. had been found, and a quarter of the stuff that was found on Hunter Biden's laptop was found on Donald Trump Jr.'s laptop, I, I mean, come on. It's not even close to being a fair standard, and I think that's the real problem here. There are a lot of people saying that Donald Trump is innocent and Joe Biden is guilty. And there's a lot of people saying that, well, and unfortunately, there's a lot of people in the media saying Joe Biden is innocent. There's no evidence. There's no evidence whatsoever. Uh, but, but Donald Trump is guilty. Listen, I don't know. I wasn't in the rooms. I haven't seen all the data. I haven't seen all the information. Hopefully, this will all come out in discovery and or the impeachment. Um, I think it stands to reason that if Joe Biden were to be impeached, Federal charges might follow uh, after he is removed from office because, as we all know, a president is immune from federal charges while they are serving as president, which is why an impeachment has to come first to remove them from office. Or at the very least, I think there might be charges filed against Joe Biden even after he leaves office, even if that's another four more years. Please no. 
Let's see. But I think I've bored you with information long enough, so we'll get to some predictions. Now, do I believe that Joe Biden will be impeached? Yes, I do. But I think it will follow very similar to the Donald Trump impeachment, and it will be mostly upon... Sorry. I think it will be mostly upon partisan lines. Now, what I mean by that is some Republicans were swayed by the evidence... I don't know why I air quoted that because there was evidence. Uh, some Republicans were swayed allegedly by the evidence, but I think there might have been some political stuff happening behind the scenes. But basically, there were some Republicans that voted to impeach Donald Trump or remove Donald Trump from office. Depending on the evidence, I think there might be some more moderate leaning uh, kind of true blue Democrats that if given enough compelled information they would, in fact, vote to remove Joe Biden from office. And Joe Biden is not universally loved in the Democratic Party. So I think that myth needs to go away. I know they're presenting it as such, but that is just not the case. There are many Democrats that are crying out for a primary because they do not like the direction that Joe Biden is going. Nor are they particularly warm to Kamala Harris. So I think Joe Biden will be impeached. I don't think he will be removed from office because, again, there's absolutely no way unless you just have undeniable, like, bank transfers between Hunter Biden and Joe Biden. Correspondence, direct correspondence, which you will not have because as senile as Joe Biden is, you know, he's not that stupid. It'll be interesting to see what sort of information comes out from the, uh, the alleged pseudonym email accounts. I am very interested in seeing what happens with that. Uh, but in the absence of like video coming out of Joe Biden being like, yeah, look at me and Hunter making deals with Burisma to get a guy out of office. I, I don't think you're going to see a uh, conviction necessarily. And even if you did have that evidence, there would still be Democrats that would vote no on it. So I don't think you're going to get Joe Biden removed from office no matter what happens now. So then you may ask yourself, why would they do this? Well, Matt Gates, who honestly, can we? I make fun of a lot of people in Congress. Ted Cruz, probably the most. But can we talk about how Matt Gates looks like literal Satan because of what his eyebrows do? Like, and they're not, they're not like Vulcan eyebrows. They do like this arch thing, like, Bro looks like the devil. Bro looks like the demons in Buffy the Vampire Slayer. That's what Matt Gates looks like. Now, Matt Gates seems to have a personal vendetta against uh, House Speaker Kevin McCarthy. <laughs> I don't know what that is. I think Matt Gates is being a very short-sighted tool here because, you know, again, he's pushing, and he seems to do this a lot. He pushes for things that are the equivalent of there's a wall that needs to be taken down. Here, this wall needs to take down. And Matt Gates' approach is to, as Ben Shapiro put it, run as fast as he can with his head down and ramming against the wall and hoping that it takes it down every time. This honestly just seems to me like a tit-for-tat thing, which I think might make a lot of, particularly Trump Republicans, feel good in the moment. But in the scheme of things, does it really do anything? You are probably better off You're probably better off, you know, seeking charges after Joe Biden is removed from office. Now, what this impeachment might do, and this might be why McCarthy is going along with it, other than he needs the Republican support 
to keep the, uh, what do you call it, the government running. Because I think there's a looming shutdown if they don't get the votes, blah, 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 blah. But what this might actually be for from the Republican side is there might be enough evidence to, even if they don't get Joe Biden removed from office, the evidence might be damning enough to sway voters in the 2024 election. And that ultimately is what I think is going to happen. I think there's going to be some information that comes out. I don't think they're going to have a smoking gun necessarily, much like, but they did the same thing with Trump. They were like, there's evidence smoking gun, evidence smoking gun. Listen, they didn't find any evidence of direct Russian collusion with the Trump campaign or Donald Trump himself. They found out that the Steele dossier was essentially founded upon hearsay, uh, literal hearsay, like, hey, here, he said this. Let's not investigate any of it, but go ahead and sign off on it. That was funded by the Clinton campaign. I think there's more evidence here. I constantly make the joke that, you know, it's funny that they're trying to try Donald Trump on a RICO case in Georgia when, I mean, uh, I think I think there's more standing for a RICO case against Joe Biden and the Biden family, considering we have a text message from Hunter Biden that says, essentially, you know, I think it was to his daughter, basically talking about how he paid, paid all of his dad's bills or half of his dad's bills, something to that effect, just complaining, right? But I digress. So yeah, I think you will. I think Joe Biden will get impeached. I don't think he'll be removed from office, but I think it will absolutely influence the 2024 election. I kind of feel the same way about Trump. I don't think Trump will necessarily get convicted, but I think they're doing this to try to influence 20. I, I, I think they're, I think the Democrats when it comes to Trump are literally throwing pasta at the wall and seeing what sticks. So if they can convict him and make him ineligible to run, then that's, that's like, that's the best outcome they could hope for, which actually I don't think is what they want. I think they want Trump to be the nominee, but I think they want so much like stank on him that it turns off a lot of independent voters. Because you know the Trump base is gonna you know the Trump base is gonna vote for Trump. You know a lot of Republicans are gonna vote for Trump, especially if it's against Joe Biden. Where they're really fighting are the independent voters of swing states. And they're hoping that Donald Trump will have so much stank on him that independent voters will say, you know, maybe I don't love the economy. Maybe I don't even agree with all the stuff that the Biden administration is doing. But I just can't vote for that guy. That's what they're hoping for. So I think the Republicans might be trying to kind of fight fire with fire here. Now, I think they've got a little bit more to stand on. But much like Trump, there are going to be people that no matter what happens, they're still going to vote for Biden if he's on the ballot and he's running. There are people who are going to vote for a Democrat no matter who it is because they just they just vote Democrat. But we're really talking about we're really talking about swinging a couple like a handful of states. I think maybe four, depending on how the 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 cookie crumbles here. So that'll be that'll be very interesting. Now, I also have a kind of a bold prediction when it comes to Hunter Biden in his case. And again, it just depends on how this impeachment goes. Now, normally I would predict that Hunter Biden would not really get that much thrown at him, but there has been such a concerted effort to keep him from getting prosecuted that at this point, I really don't think they can kind of defend him without showing that there's some kind of collusion or cover-up. So I think you might honestly see Hunter Biden kind of get thrown to the dogs from a legal standpoint. Now, 
depending on who the judge is, I don't know what that sentence will look like. You know, everybody talks about how the law is fair. Lady Justice is blind. But let's be real here. There are rules for thee and rules for me. As far as the elites go. Or what do they say? Rules for thee, not for me. If any one of us or any Republican had done half of what Hunter Biden did or is alleged to doing, they'd be in jail so fast. Like, there would have been no sweetheart deal even entertained. If it had come out, the, the IRS was directed to not be able to further investigate things and were tipping people off about their storage units being raided. I mean, come on. If that's not corruption, I don't know what is. And if that had been done, like, Donald Trump's being, Donald Trump is being prosecuted for allegedly doing just that, for hiding documents, destroying documents. And yet, I know of at least one Democrat that got caught red-handed doing it. And nothing happened to her. She didn't even get brought up on charges. It was dismissed. And then that whole uh, Hunter Biden being tipped off that the IRS wanted to get a hold of documents in a storage unit, and then he went and cleared it. Gee, I wonder if there was anything important in there. So I don't know. I think it's going to be very interesting. But what's really funny is if it goes very south for Hunter Biden, you won't see so much of it in the news. But if he gets off light, you'll see it everywhere. So that's another prediction. I feel like I need to give you at least one more prediction. I can pretty well guarantee that the media is going to downplay every aspect of the Biden impeachment unless it goes his way. Which I, if it goes his way, it's going to mean one of two things. It means either there's just horrible corruption, horrible, horrible corruption, or the Republicans, you know, started a race with no legs, which let's be fair, historically, they're very good at doing. I made ever since Dick Cheney shot that guy in the face, I'm like, this is how the Republicans do things. They have a sure thing, right? They can't lose. They've got their gun. It's a no-miss shot. You can't miss it. And then they turn the gun, put it in their mouth, and fire. And then, as they're reeling from the pain of that, they drop the gun down to where it's facing their foot, sometimes their dick, and then they pull the trigger again out of reflex. The Republicans do this all the time. I don't know if it's sheer stupidity or they just have a tendency to look before they leap. It seems extremely, un like, it seems so stupid to go through with an impeachment inquiry without the appropriate evidence, or at least having an idea where to get, because part of the inquiry is now they're going to be able to get more evidence, right? And Ben Shapiro rightly point out, why, why, why has Hunter Biden not appeared before Congress in a hearing yet? Because I think they had Donald Jr. there, like, three or four times in, in like, within a year of January 6th. So I don't know if that's a case of they're, they don't have the political power or will to do it, or do they not have evidence, or what's going on here? And I remember, I, I think it was Matt Gates. I don't know. I, I can't recall who it was. There was a Republican member of Congress when they were uh, questioning someone from the FBI, I believe the uh, deputy director of the FBI, and basically was like, do you know where the Hunter Biden laptop is? And he was like, no. And he was like, I have it. Something I, I'm very much condensing the exchange. But it's pretty obvious that I am tired and running out of things to talk about. 
because <sighs> I'm ill-prepared and a bad podcast host, but there's a reason our logo is a chimp in a suit. So shall we do one more prediction? I do predict this will affect the Biden campaign. Um, the only way it won't, the only way it won't, is if it comes out that this, the Republicans had nothing. Let's, let's just assume again, alternate universe, in which the Republicans were just grasping at straws and they went ahead anyway. Which I would like to think they weren't that stupid, but hey, hmm, shit happens. This has to hurt Biden in a general election, regardless of who he's facing. Now, controversial opinion, but I've said it before, I'll say it again. And it's problematic now because Trump is very much in the lead in the primaries, and at least the Republicans are having a primary. Um... I think Trump versus Biden is iffy for Trump to win in another election. I think almost, almost any other Republican stands a better chance of doing better than Donald Trump in a general election. Because I don't think there are people, there are people that are definitely like just completely averse to voting for Donald Trump in the Republican Party. Now they might do it just so we don't end up with four more years of Joe Biden, because one of the benefits that Trump has is we now have four years of the Biden administration under our belt, and we know that it is not good economically, socially, culturally. We know it is not good. Perhaps environmentally, if you're an environmentalist. Let's, let's just call a spade a spade. I mean, it's just, it's, it's, it's not been good. I can tell you personally, like, economically, I, I mean, look, look around. Dollar Tree's dollar twenty-five tree. McDonald's doesn't have dollar cokes anymore. Price of bread is double. Um, I know my property taxes doubled, and my wages certainly didn't go up. I don't know about y'all. You know, everything's higher. Everything's higher now, and yet it's okay because they fixed inflation, according to Green Jump here. That's what she said. I'm not saying she's lying. She's lying. I am saying she's lying. Uh, yeah, so this this will definitely, definitely hurt Biden's chances in a general election. Will it be enough? That depends on the evidence they have. I think you need some pretty damning evidence, though, to sway enough independent voters to vote for Trump over Biden. And that's the really rough part of this. Against any other Republican, somebody like a Ron DeSantis or a Nikki Haley, um, maybe not a Vivek Ramaswamy, um, even a Tim Scott, but he's not ahead enough in the polls. I, th I, I think Ron DeSantis would stand a much better chance of winning against Joe Biden in a general election. The only problem is there's too big of a Trump faction in the Republican Party to pick DeSantis over Trump, especially right now. The only way DeSantis is going to get the nomination is if Trump is somehow ineligible to run. And I just don't see that happening. Having read through, we, we went through the Trump indictment in Georgia. We've gone through the classified documents case on another podcast we did. I, I just don't see Trump being ineligible to run. And there's so many pitfalls the Democrats can make in their mission to get Joe Biden in the White House again. Namely, uh, some of their schemes to try to keep uh, Donald Trump off the ballot in certain states, they have to be extremely careful. And they've already failed, in my opinion, to make that look non-political. 
Because, I mean, this is all political. Even the Joe Biden stuff to a certain extent, because nobody raised any hell about it until, you know, now, until Joe Biden became the president. There were very, very few people talking about, you know, the, I, I guess there were some people talking about it, but it wasn't like national news. A lot of people didn't even know who Hunter Biden was until the laptop broke. So, but I will leave it there for now. Apologize again for the short and solo special podcast two weeks in a row. I know these are much more boring compared to what we normally do, but we just want to deliver an episode to you guys. So those are some predictions for the uh, Biden impeachment, the impending Biden impeachment. So uh, hopefully we will be back to our normal sort of mode next week, but we will keep you posted. And like I said, or I didn't say, but I'm going to say, uh, check out the RTA Podcast Network if you have an idea for a podcast and (laughs) you asshole and thank you all for watching especially the new subscribers please keep watching those videos those shorts we really really need your help to get our watch time up so go back and watch not shorts unfortunately youtube shorts don't don't get me wrong watch those shorts but wow i just wow lost my train of thought oh Definitely watch those shorts, but unfortunately on YouTube, shorts don't contribute to watch time the same way. So where we really, really need your guys' help, if you'd like to support this channel, if you want more of our content and you want to help us grow, we need you to go back and watch older podcast episodes. That's the big one. And as always, like, share, and subscribe, all that good stuff. And again, uh, hello to our new subscribers. Welcome to the channel. We apologize in advance for disappointing you. This has been the Average Intelligence Podcast. Hopefully you're a little bit... Hopefully you're a little bit less average and a little bit more intelligent. Probably not, but we can try. Like I said, please like, share, and subscribe. And if you prefer to listen to the podcast rather than watch it, you can check us out on audio streaming platforms, including but not limited to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podcast Addict, YouTube Music, Amazon, all those places. I've missed some. I can never remember them all because we're everywhere. And rtmedia.org where you can check out all the other podcasts as well as this one on the network, and we will see you all next week.